0: Welcome to Point Your Toes, the adventures of an NYC dance teacher.
1: I'm your co-host, Danielle Colangelo. And I'm
0: your co-host, Tony Williams II. This podcast is all about the adventures that Danielle and I have as dance teachers and choreographers living here in New York City. We'll be sharing our experiences and the ridiculous and hilarious truths.
1: With that being said, let's get into today's topic. But before
0: we do, we have to introduce our special guest.
1: Yes. Say your name, tell the people about you.
2: My name is Matthew James Sherrod, and I am a singer, actor, dancer, who was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Mm-hmm. And I'm currently on a national tour, and mm-hmm. I'm on a layoff, and I had to come visit my piece. Yeah!
0: So we recently um, did an episode not too long ago about Understudies covers, and Matthew is a principal on his current tour, and also a cover. So, we thought that'd be cool to have him on here and talk about this. Also, Matthew is a good friend of mine where we talk about music theater stuff all the time. So, I'm sure we'll start on a topic and then find a Yay. great candidate. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But he has a lot of information that we we constantly talk about the show that we thought would be interesting. Um, we've also done a tour show with another good friend of ours, Ian, where we talked, we did an episode, I think this is year one,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, where we talked about um, long tours, long gigs, and like when it's like, you know, because Ian had done a lot of cruise ships. At the time. And so he's like, were you doing a long gig? Like, how do you sustain yourself? How do you maintain yourself? And we've talked, we've done several episodes about kind of health and wellness ourselves. So I think that's my first question for you, Matthew, is like, you've done two legs of your tour so far. Yes. How do you stay healthy when you're on a bus and in a different hotel every other week or every other day sometimes?
2: That is a good question. I always start off by saying that because I didn't travel much or I don't travel much in my everyday life, I know that I'm a really bad traveler. Like I get okay. I get really tired, I get really dry. Mm-hmm. I have like a very sensitive throat like hotel rooms because um you a lot of them you can't open the windows. Because mm-hmm. that's like a rule for the for that's the true. place to keep you safe. So like can get very stuffy. Um for me health wise I have to drink a lot of water and I have to eat a lot more than I want to <laughs> okay. for like energy. And oh, I'm someone yeah. that, like, I'll eat if I have a craving and then eat something bad and then mm-hmm. that's it. But I have okay. to heat for energy because I have to, like, I have to warm up before the show and I have to do this and that. So I have to, like, make sure I'm eating for, like, if I need protein or, like, uh, for me, not having as much salt. Um, mm. The tricky thing for me is, like, it feels almost like a vacation Traveling. I keep making the joke mm-hmm. like I'm on this tour, but I'm really on a tour of eating across America because <laughs> I am a foodie. And so sometimes Same. I get really excited and I have to remind myself, okay, what do you need? Are you I I, I try to um, order a side salad mm-hmm. or order like a lot of vegetables and eat the vegetables first. Mm-hmm. That's like a big thing for me. Eat my vegetables first. Not um fair. I buy um, a lot of water. Um Get a little canteen or something. Save the turtles. Don't use so much plastic. But mm-hmm. I do buy gallons of water from CVS when we get into a, a town. It's like the first thing I do, and a lot of emergency. The little emergency chewables. Yeah. Oh, love them.
1: I haven't seen those. Yeah, so
2: I now CVS. The I don't see as like
1: much
0: here
2: see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like I do love the chewables. I'd never done it <laughs> until uh, we went to uh, a place on the west coast, and I was like. Mm. Oh. Um, but, yeah, making sure to take your vitamins. I, I used to be really bad about making sure I consistently took vitamins. We we before we started
1: recording, we just talking had a about conversation it. about yep. taking
0: vitamins again. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah,
2: I specifically need vitamin D, vitamin B, and vitamin C. And mm-hmm. vitamin E is also very good. Oh. But, um, just... The vitamin D room. thing
0: is real because oh, I... Yeah. Especially during busy season. I spend my whole day in a dark theater. Yeah. Like, I spend my whole day in a dark theater. Or, like, right now, one of my after-schools I go to work in the sunshine, but I leave in the darkness. Mm. So it's literally mm. one of those things where I'm like, I was like, oh yeah, I don't mm. get a lot of sun. Right. I don't actually get a lot of like actual mm. sun on my skin. That doesn't happen. Especially we live in New York, guys. So I'm okay. like parts of the world. It's gray. It has been gray for the last
2: <laughs> oh my god week and
0: a half. Yes. Yeah. So like it's we don't know when we're gonna like even it'll be bright out, but it's still gray. So I don't know when I'm actually gonna see the sun again. Right. Um. So like I, yeah, vitamin D, I've definitely had that where my doctor was like, you your vitamin D is super, super low. And I was like, I've been in a dark theater. You're eating mm-hmm. up my lunch, break this, hurry, this up. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I've definitely had that one before. Mm-hmm. So I have to ask, what is what is one of the biggest challenges you felt when it comes to performing on tour? Because you said you definitely like have to check in with your body and like make sure lunch <laughs> and everything, but like what it, other like other than like the healthy things you can control what has been one of the biggest challenges for the show
2: mm. the biggest challenges for the show well it's the longest show I've ever done
1: mm.
2: and I'm'm I'm, I'm, I'm a very we'll just say fun performer <laughs> I like to have fun so I've definitely had to like learn how to be consistent without mm. being I don't want to say bored but I have like a problem where if we have like a lighthouse or like mm. I can tell the audience is keying into a certain thing. I'll try to like bump up what I know is going to, um, you know, get the laugh. Yeah. And that's not always what the, the team wants. They're like, we said it.
1: Yeah. It needs to be this
2: way. Um, And it's tricky for me because I'm in a comedic role yep. and I do a lot of dramatic stuff. I'm really funny in my personal life, mm-hmm. but this is my first time doing like a really comedic role. So learning to find that balance of, like, not reaching and Mm -hmm. just letting things land, but also not being, like, I can't be fake. I can't be, like, mechanical. Mm -hmm. I can be consistent, but I can't pull from nothing. Yeah. No, I understand. And I
0: think that's a hard... I think you're right to use the word bored because, I I love telling a story Mm -hmm. of people constantly ask... uh, Wicked is, like... 10th longest running a musical now. Mm-hmm. Maybe eight. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, I think it might be eight. Um, but people constantly ask the original Glenda, Tr- Kristen Chenoweth, it's like, would you ever go back in a Wicked? And it, years ago they, when they asked it, she said, she's like, I will never go back in a Wicked. She's like, because one, she's like, I did like the workshop and leading up to the Broadway opening. She's like, right. I was with the show for a long time. One, she's like, by the time I was leaving Wicked, she's like, I was popping the bubbles with my wand up in the rafters before the entrance, my entrance. She was like, she was like, the day I caught myself popping bubbles, I knew it was time for me to leave the show. Yeah. She was like, I couldn't she's like, and you and I think it's true when you do long shows like that, like, there is a rhythm you can get into where you like today we are on autopilot and then something happens and you're like, oh crap, I'm so screwed because autopilot's not working right now.
2: Right. So I think
0: there is a level of non boredom I don't think that's the right word but like there is a little of boredom that can happen in those shows when you do a long run you kind of have to like fight against but then it's also like you can't change it too much because people pay X amount of money to see the same show yes. night to night to night exactly. and so if you changed it I actually did a show with someone where I was ready to murder them because they decided to not be consistent yep, changing yeah. it up I was playing twins and mm. we had a lot of physical mannerisms and he would constantly change things up and I would like it, one show, I was just furious because things kept on you so much. I just yeah. couldn't
1: do it. I had a imagine. friend who, um, she did a, a summer stock and she said that they would, you know, by the time month two came around, and this is the type of summer stock where they did like six shows a day. They were like 45 mm-hmm. minute shows. Ooh. She had six mm-hmm. shows a day. That by the time month two came around, they were all so bored that they would play like games mm-hmm. during the show, mm-hmm. right? It's like. Like, pass the okay. objects, yes. don't make yes. each other laugh, like all those little yep. games to, like, keep it interesting for them because it yep. was the same thing over and over and over. Um, and she said that one time that, like, someone came, the director and choreographer, like, came to watch and they got in so much trouble. They're like, you can't do that. It's not consistency. Mm-hmm. And this was even just, like, a smaller, like, this was, like, an amusement park summer stock where they're, like, literally no one cares. The creative team hates it. But but
0: it makes me think of two two examples uh smokey joe's cafe and oh my god it's like one of the big dance numbers but like one of the cast just got bored with the show and it was ridiculously long run they got extended like three times Mm -hmm. Mm. and so during like one of the big like kind of like get the crowd clapping and cheering into it one of the cast members would call out a different dance style and one of the boys would just do whatever dance style it was Most of them were like hilarious, but r- roughly couldn't mm-hmm. believe it was in the show until they just like one day they were so over it and they were like, duck walk. So, and this particular actor is like 6'4". So this giant 6'4 guy drops to the floor and starts duck walking. Um, it was the most hilarious thing ever, but I see his sister Corey afterwards on the show. So I was taking mm-hmm. notes that day. So I'm like, damn it. I have to report this, but this is really funny. Mm-hmm. And we were all just over it. And then it makes me think of, on Broadway, with the musical Catch Me If You Can, there's a number where um, one of the stewardess, she opens her jacket, and she's supposed to appear to be topless. Mm -hmm. But in reality, she has on pasties. The cast got bored, so they would give her different cutouts to put on her pasties. So like one time, it was like Obama's face. And then it was another time. It was like dollar signs on her pasties. And then one time she forgot the pasties. So she actually was new while she was doing it. So they would just do really random. Like every day was like, we've got your pasties for this. Use these. And so the main actor, Aaron Trevet, is on stage singing. And her back is to the audience. So, like, no one else can see this as he's, like, cracking up to whatever I love that. pasty is yeah. on her boobs
1: that That's amazing. So, like, I I just want
0: to say for, like, our audiences, when it does come to shows, like, yes, we all love our jobs, we all love our careers, but, like, yes. I've been there where it's, like, this is my 25th show of the week, and it's only Thursday. Yeah. You know, like, okay. you're, you need that I was going to say,
1: it's just, like, how anyone else, like, gets to the point. Like, I'm feeling it right now with teaching where I'm, like, I need a break. I need Mm -hmm. to go. I love what I do, but I don't like it right now. It's the same thing. Like, you're doing this. It's your job. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's your job. You're doing it every single day. Like, you're going to have moments where you're like, all right, I got to dig deeper, figure out something.
2: Yeah. I want to put on a movie.
1: Yeah. They won't let me because I'm an
0: ends teacher. Uh, So, I have to ask. So, Matthew grew up here in New York City. So, I have to ask, what do you... Let's talk about the audition hustle. Yeah. So let's talk about the audition hustle. What do you think with what do you think has changed about the audition hustle over the course of time? Mm. Because me, like I said, I've been in the city almost six years and I know you've been here way longer. What do you think like what do you think has changed about just like how people audition things and things of that sort?
2: <clears throat> well, I think that it used to be a little more fun. And yes, I can do that. The, yes, and I will you know, this is a job and this is a uh, art and this is serious and we should always um have a standard for ourselves that we uphold. Um, but I feel like I used to kind of just walk in to sing and sing for stuff and mm. kind of just be excited. Um now also the more you get into the business, the more you start to like know what's for you or your mind starts to put limitations and you start to get over certain things like you're like well who's behind the table because if it's this person they're here for me if not they're not like you start to have a little history that you you can recall on um and things with audition update and all that stuff that have come that weren't here Uh, in the beginning so
0: for our listeners that don't know what this is audition update is a website where you literally just post updates as to what's happening in real time.
2: Yeah. And it's
0: just a long scroll through that's more or less like Twitter, I guess. Yeah. Like way to look at it, where people can just, and I, I am so, I check Audition Updates <laughs> before I leave my house. Yes, yes. Look, I'm that person, because like I said, I am a teaching artist. So I split half in the middle of artistry, half of teaching. Yeah. So there are some times where I, like, I do plan on going to an audition, and then I wake up and look at Audition Update, and they're being like, all the equity spots are full. They're not seeing non equity or not. in reality, everyone you wasting your time, they already have the whole cast already. Right. So I roll back over and I don't fight with the winter snow to go down and you know on January yes. 5th when it's negative five degrees outside. Um, so, Audition Update is that website where any anyone can post on it and be like, This is what's going on. Yeah. And I think you're right. I was not, I don't sure it was around when I first got to the city, but I was not as active on it as I am now just being in the business and knowing. That if I don't I check would out issue so update,
2: random open call. Now I'm like, mm, wh- what are they looking for? <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean.
0: But I think I think that is so. All of our panel today is all we're all thirty or older, and yes. um, so I recently did a gig where I had
2: um, a cast that's like
0: 21, 22. and then there's like two of us that were like thirty plus. Three, three of us, three of us, three of us, three of us. It's kind of like what
2: it is right now. I'm and
0: it was like, we would do, and I was the choreographer on it. So like, I knew what was crazy and what was being asked of everyone. And I kind of pre-told everyone via email, like, these are things I'm going to be asking for. If there's mm-hmm. a problem, speak up. Um, but there's like, and they, we had a really good balance and uh, chemistry with everyone. But there's been times where I'm, I am that old fart with being like, you want me to do that? You didn't tell me. My back's not warmed up enough for that. Mm-hmm. And it's not, like, there's not... It's It may sound very arrogant, but it's also one of those things of, like, this gig is going to be over in two weeks, and my back is the only back I have for the rest of my Listen. life. Mm-hmm. So, I need to, like, warm up enough. Like, even even when it comes to teaching sometimes, like, I don't teach fuetes uh, or... What else do I know? There's four days, and there's one other thing that I don't teach until like the summer months. Mm-hmm. So it's hot outside, okay. and I know like it's one of those things where, like it's got to be perfect environment. I usually like the week before I let the school know we're doing crazy stuff and dance today, so like don't ask me to do anything else, sure, because right, um, because like we've done it before. Where like I was at, a, I was teaching four for like six hours, and then like they wanted me to go sit in some meeting. I'm like. I'm going to be iced up and not trying to entertain anyone after literally doing that all day. So, like, I think there's a... Yeah, I would definitely like to hear your experience with that because, like I said, typically speaking, tours are young cast, are younger uh, performers. And it's mostly because, like, Unless you get a show, like, I have another friend, a friend of the show, Colin, he's mm-hmm. on the Hello Dolly tour, and he was, like, there's a group of us that are young, but he's, like, most of the cast is older, but granted, granted Dolly is Betty Buckley, so. Right. And there's right. lots of, like, a week off here. Betty's not working on Christmas, so no one's, you know, she, right. and there's she very much like, used her title to older, be, like, this is what I'm doing. like,
1: specifically older roles in that right. show. Yes. But
0: if you look at who are everyone in their uncles tour right now, SpongeBob, they I don't think anyone's twenty eight in that cast. Okay, Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Mm -hmm. They're really young. Once on this island is also really young. Like the, I want to say the mom and dad. They're older,
2: but like that's it.
0: Everyone Mm -hmm. else in Once on the Island tour is going to be
2: twenty years damn old.
0: The cover look. I've seen one of the covers. He looks like he's in high school. First of Mm -hmm. all, he looks like
2: he's in high school. Okay, I'm thirty, covering a seventy-something year old. Um,
0: but. They not gonna get two 70 year olds have to go all, on this you, tour. You will not That's have the reality yeah, of it. Exactly. So I would, yeah, I would love to hear that So life. I'm in we have
2: a little club, the Little Thirty Club. <laughs> yes. And we say what we do is we eat. We go into these towns and we eat food and we chill and we go to bed. Mm-hmm. We don't be out there, you know, it's fun to be in these new towns and you wanna be active and go mm-hmm. on these hikes and do fun stuff. Um <laughs> everyone who does that is gonna be like that's a read. Like everyone <laughs> in the show who, like does all the actors stuff is gonna be like But um yeah you gotta know what works for your body So for me um I had surgery on my Achilles when I turned 30 Oof. and I thought that my life was over on I stage rem- i
0: do remember that period it was a very stressful one we yes
2: it was there was so much going on i found out that i needed glasses <laughs> i didn't know what was going on with me i had high blood pressure yeah, it oh. was
0: a body breakdown yeah my whole body,
2: body shut down yeah um to build me back up yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> but um i was very nervous going into this show because it was very active it's the most that. uh moves in a while in a show um so i was really nervous like get back into it um forcing myself to warm up before going on the stage is a must i like warm up in the morning and i'm like i'm good to go no Mm -hmm. i hit that pt room now before the show as well um luckily
0: in your early 20s you can do that
2: right I did
0: that as a dancer in my early I 20s I, jump didn't I, ain't gonna lie to you. I didn't warm up at all in my early love 20s look the
2: young kids be going out I was gonna say rain. when
1: we were in college we would go out and then show up to rehearsal at 10am the next day ready Thank to go you. and still
0: could stretch and, yep. and be perfect yeah, um, yeah. now I'm like man.
1: I need I to not, be in bed at 9 o'clock. also
2: right. I, I meant to say this earlier when you were talking about healthy but I guess this is more just about like how you bounce back some salt. Mm-hmm. Epsom salt
0: I love my god out.
2: yeah yeah, that's another thing. As soon as I get to a town, uh, gallon of water and Epsom salt because I have to soak. By the end of the week, my body is like, oh mm. my god. Or um, like uh, travel days. We're lucky we don't have a lot of like one nighters. But mm-hmm. when we do have them, I'm like, whoa! There are some people that this is all they do is these one nighters. That's um, insane.
0: For uh, quickly for our listeners that don't completely get yes. it, one nighters <laughs> are. You're in a town or city or wherever for literally one night. You arrive one early night. in that day, you finish the show and then you're back on the bus.
2: <laughs> like yeah, you,
0: you do not sleep crazy. in the same town that you perform in. That's, yeah. I've had one or two of those and they were even when I was younger, my just my personality doesn't like that. Yeah. No, right. That I I like to wake up in the city I'm yeah. performing yeah. in. <laughs> I
1: like to know like, where I am. It's yeah.
0: like curtain call, y'all get on the bus, we leave it in two hours. I also I'm like, just oh, like God.
1: can't sleep on a bus. Yeah, so.
2: yeah. People will take mean and do all the I stuff. Can I can't do it. Really, that's my body is like sure because you are yeah, contorted. Like, how you're do you on a
1: bus. Yeah,
2: I just like to sleep. Yeah, same. So I I can sleep anywhere. And sometimes you may have a bus buddy in a show. Hopefully, if you're smart and you get a principal contract, or even if you don't, you just ask to have your own seat on the bus. Ladies and gentlemen, these are things they don't tell you in school. That they need to tell you. Well, that's my next thing. Give me three. <laughs> give
0: me three. At least three.
2: Three things. That I would do differently if I, or like three, I Three learned. things
0: that you learned while on tour. But I'm going to have Danielle go first. So three things. Yes. Perfect, just in the professional world for mm-hmm. us. Um, three things that they did not tell you when you went, like, in school or in the business training.
1: Ooh. Mm-hmm. Let me. Oh. You need, have time? To come. Uh, yeah, okay. need time? I yeah. I need time. You're ready. One. My
0: first my first one that I would say that they don't tell me, that they don't tell you is that like no no one is going to mother you. Mm-hmm. And this sounds so stupid. No one is going to go, your ankle's feeling a little <laughs> sore. Mm-hmm. You should put on your you should put on your brace today. hmm hmm You you know you need at least six hours worth of sleep. not anymore, but at the time it's like you know you need six hours mm-hmm. of sleep. Get six hours of sleep. Go to bed. Like little mothering types of things that like we're all used to because in college, yeah, you know, our professors are doing that. Like we we're okay, talking about like getting up one. and going drunk every year. Like we were, uh, we were always big birthday celebrators in my college department and my dance department in college. So like every time someone's birthday came, I remember my dance professor Christy Johnson. She'd always be like. You will be in my class tomorrow. I know y'all going out for blah de blah, blahs birthday. You will be in my class tomorrow. The one person that thought they were going to skip out, Christy drove apartment side, knocked on their door, said, wow. "I know you're in here asleep. Uh-huh. and you're going to lose credit for today." And then drove over to the dance apartment. Like, so it, that would be my. That's my number one thing. Is that there are little mothering things that happen in college, where th- just, there's no one there to do that. Yeah. Half the time, my parents only know my
1: schedule. Yeah. Right. So that's my one. So I'll come back. I got two more, but keep going. All right, I got a good one. So no one will tell you, especially in college, this is a job and you can be fired. Yes, absolutely.
2: listen okay. In college, yes. they're like,
1: "Nope, you're casting this piece. You're casting this show. <laughs> right. We're gonna work with you again That's with so the true. hand with the hand holding." Right? So There's right. this level of like hand holding in college, mm-hmm. and in the real world, they don't care who you are. They don't care how old you are. They don't care who who's your dad. They don't. I'm thinking of one person in particular. <laughs> they don't care yeah. who your dad is. Yep. If you cannot do the work, you're not Bye. you're you're gonna be fired because again it's a job. Mm-hmm. They've got to make money too.
0: If you're lucky, you'll make it through the full day and they won't replace you at lunch. <laughs> Although I know two people that have been replaced at lunch before. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Yeah, give us your first one, Matthew.
2: My first one that I learned in rehearsal is that um, no one's gonna make sure that you know the show. No mm. one's gonna make sure that by the time we get to this stage, you know they can't. Um, The choreographer cannot teach you how to dance if you cannot dance. They don't have time to sit there and be like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, people get injured sometimes because they're in roles that maybe there's partnering, maybe there's a Mm -hmm. flip. And it's up to you to make sure you're doing that shit right. They're not going to sit here and teach you more, Mm -hmm. like college. Yeah, they're not going to give you. There was like little things um, in the show where... I kind of had to, like, shape it up myself. Like, I remember literally asking the choreographer at one point when I realized there was, like, a leg I was doing wrong in a number. And for me, it, like, messed up the whole picture. And I was like, oh, my God, why didn't you tell me? he was like, Matthew, I don't have the time to focus on every little thing you're doing. I'm trying to make Mm -hmm. sure this Mm whole... And I was like, oh, my God, yes, like...
0: I've been that choreographer. Truth. And it's not even an ego thing. Yeah. No. At all.
2: It's, It's just the truth. It is. Um, yeah. You have to literally, when they say work the hardest you've ever worked and don't be afraid to look like a fool, you have to do that. Like, um, even covering um, and like, I'm just rehearsal. We can get more into that later, but it, a lot of the work will be you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm sure everyone is willing to work hard, but you might think, I don't get enough rehearsal, or they're going to mm-hmm. make sure. No, wow. there might be a moving piece of set that you didn't work with, that you didn't realize. Oh we can talk about that. Scene. I,
0: right, you are not on stage for that scene because you're
2: quick changing. And they're asking you mm-hmm. what what I've learned with um, understudies going on on short notice in the middle mm-hmm. of the show. Yep. But um, certain things, and even just understudy rehearsal now, getting the blessing of being in like an understudy rehearsal and seeing how everything works um, in like a touring situation. Um, a lot of times it's like, what do you need? What what things do are you... You know, you kind of have to know already. Right, but you have to know what you thing. need. So it's very tricky, especially when you can't watch the show. Mm. Um, if you're not able to get swung out before... You know, yeah, there's little things like that. So I think the first thing that I learned was that um, a lot of it is up to you. You really have to take all the notes, ask all the questions you need to ask. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be afraid to be like... Ooh, I kind of, this kind of mm. feels like this. Don't be afraid to look stupid because that was my big thing. I felt like in the beginning of the rehearsal process for this show, I overcompensated with my voice because I knew that once it got time to dancing, I would be one of the weaker dancers. Mm-hmm. So I remember in the beginning, I was like, I'm going to sing my ass off. So that by the time we get to dance, and they're going to be like, well, we already love him. And then we got to dancing and it was hard, but... We did it. There you go. We mm-hmm. did it. And I had to make sure I knew every little beat. Nothing could be a little muddy. Nothing could be. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think my number two would have to be. I don't know if it's my number two or my number three. I'll go my original number two. My original number two is that no one told me about Sundays. And so this is. My college program, we did not do eight shows a week. So my first time doing eight shows a week was professional. Mm-hmm. Um. Was being in a, a professional company. So, eight shows a week. Sunday is the last show of your day, of your week. But you have also have done seven other performances. Mm-hmm. So, Sunday show, which is typically a matinee, if you're lucky. If it's not, God help you. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of swings in the Sunday show. There's a lot of injuries in the Sunday show. Yeah. There's a lot of just, what can go wrong, will we'll go, go wrong, wrong. in mm-hmm. that Sunday show. And it sounds so crazy But everyone's tired. And so, I typically end up in a lot of dance shows. So, like, dancers are exhausted. So, not everyone's making that double Mm -hmm. pirouette or triple pirouette on that Sunday show like they should. So, you're also getting cussed out by dance captains and ADs and stage managers because you're not hitting stuff like you're supposed to on that Sunday show. But, like, the reason why I say no one told me about it because no one, like, I think it kind of goes back to what Danielle said about also being, like, a job. Like, People on Sunday don't care that it's Sunday. That's the only day they can see the show. They still want a really great like, show. Mm-hmm. But on like I've been guilty of being, literally being like, I was supposed to hit triples and they all became doubles on that one Sunday.
2: Yeah, I was all up okay, in them dance caps right. and
0: I was like, give me every single one of them. I deserve them. Yeah. But it's just like realizing like collectively how everyone had to like push through. Like we had some veterans, they were solid last mm-hmm. Sunday show. They were like, it's just as rough for us. But, like, we know what we have to do. But Mm -hmm. as But at the time, I was young. But as young as we were like, dear Lord, like, this is show eight of the week. And then one week, we did a benefit show. So, it was one week where we had nine shows. Where I was just like, I'm, like, I, it was like, again, I loved my job. But I was ready to murder everyone and everything. Because I was just tired. And I didn't know how to process that. Like, I think that's the... The difference, I'm like, uh, no one tell me about Sundays and that you have to go from a hobby to a career. Like, mm-hmm. you still have to pull through because I was in a situation where there were no understudies for us as an ensemble. Mm. We, the ensemble were understudies for the principals. Mm. So, and we did if like,
2: yeah.
0: if I crashed and burned, there was no one replacing me. We were down one guy in the ensemble. Right. And so, it was like, it just was not a conducive environment. I had to be better for the environment. And it typically just always happens on Sundays mm-hmm. yeah. that you don't. I, I realize this. We're going several programs now is that a lot of kids don't get the chance to um, do eight shows a week or multiple shows over, right. the, over the course of yeah. time until you're in a professional gig like I was. Like one year in college, we did two week. We typically had two weekends in high school and college. But like two week two weekends ain't nothing when over the course of two weeks, you've done 16 shows. Right. Right. You know? So I, I, that would be my big thing. I would say that, like, Sundays.
1: Be on your A game. Yeah. What about you, Danielle? Um, what are the things that I have learned? I mean, I've said this before, and this isn't something I learned in college. This is something I learned very young, seeing it happen. Right. Seeing it happen. Um, if you don't take the note, they will find a way to just fix it for you then, in mm-hmm. terms of, I remember um, yes, during, a, during a Broadway mm-hmm. show, um, this girl, we, kids at the time, but still, this girl was singing and the note was, you are singing too loudly, you are singing with two other people, one of which who is the lead of the show, you need to calm down basically. yeah, The note happened about three times, and all after the third time, I remember hearing from the audience, because it was during tech, just turn her mic off for that. And the mic went off. And it, they didn't care that she was a little kid. The note was given three times. This is a professional setting. Like, you need to take the note. You need to take the note or something or something else will happen instead.
0: Because she was a kid, they cut off her cut off a mic.
1: Right. If it, well, it was, was an like adult, that, it would would've would've been have been a fired. different story. She would have been fired. Well, her it her would, her Yeah, it would have been, been a pink slip.
0: Like, she she would have, at the very least, gotten fine, but the yeah. worst been fired Yeah. Easily.
1: And, yeah, this was someone you didn't want to piss off. See?
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, Matthew? What's your number two? My number two is to really utilize and maximize your downtime, which I feel like is something that I heard a lot. Like, make sure you're resting. Make sure yeah. when you have a moment mm. for yourself, you take it. But it's hard to do because, first of all, anyone who's in New York on the grind, you're going, 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 going. Yes. And then yes. when you get like a great gig, you're also experiencing and enjoying that. So I remember, uh, usually for me, in the beginning of a process of a show, like during rehearsal, I'm like a monk. I'm yeah. up at six. I meditate before I warm up, do the whole thing. Oh, you're one to get good ones. Once you. the show starts, though... I'm like, it's in my body. I can do no what I, I want. want. No. No, no, no. And what your credit of what you were saying about Sunday, I think it's because we're so used to the weekend being like turn-up time. Yes. But in theater, you don't no. get that. By the time everyone wants to turn up, you're like, we have two shows tomorrow. Or we've mm-hmm. done four in a row. Like, I can't. Even um, there's like uh, the little tradition, the little... Um, what is it called? The, the snot stuff. The Saturday nights on, in theater. Um, oh, so uh, like, they'll do a thing where like, there's like shots in someone's, um, dressing room Yeah. And when they talk. first said that, I said, y'all want me to stay afterwards. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm tired. And we supposed to be doing a shot? Child, I did the non-alcoholic ones.
0: Mm-hmm. I oh, was yeah. so
2: boring. But um, I'm, I'm the type of person like if I do go out, so I pick one thing. Each, mm. each city um, and I guess if I was just doing a show consistently here it would be like one thing a week um, but probably less if I was actually just home but yeah. I pick one thing each city and I give myself like a half an hour to an hour max and then I leave and I'm always the first person to leave every social event and I never go to the second location never go to the second location um, <laughs> Um, But, yeah, like, I sleep a lot. But, yeah. If we're on the bus or even if we're just sitting somewhere, put your feet up. Elevate your feet. Elevate (laughs) your feet above your heart. Um, I have a foam roller in my luggage. So, you know, don't... Luckily, in shows, you'll get, like, PT or, like, a PT box or something also have your own stuff of what you need mm-hmm. so that you can really maximize and utilize your downtime. A tennis ball
0: goes in every luggage. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I'm about to upgrade to lacrosse.
2: <laughs> yes. Get out of these kinks.
0: Like, it goes... Uh, 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 yeah, that's yeah. very true. That's very true. I, I was kind of like that, too. Like, I... One, I'm I'm that type of person like I need private time to recharge before mm. I can be social, and the shows are typically very social. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I definitely have to agree with you where it's like we're gonna go to this second spot. I'm gonna go home, but I love y'all okay. because mm. I can't. I learned this uh, um, working on as a matter of fact, Smokey Joe's Cafe, the tenor one slot, which Ooh. you don't know Smokey Joe's Cafe. That's the part I, I understudied. <laughs> you hit high seas like people breathe air the 10 one track in Smoky Joe's cafe mm. and the guy that, the main guy Arthur he was the epitome of like you'd have to give him two weeks notice before he would be at a function I'm just like I'm not coming I'm going home I'm sipping
2: my tea okay I'm like, I'm my I'm going to
0: bed bro and we were just, nice. right and it would we'll be like why? And he would be like he was like it for each person and the role that you're doing you have to realize what you need to do to get through this show or right. your track. And it could be very different. He was like, for the other guys, he was like, I have this range. But Arthur at the time was also way older than the cast, so he was like, I have this range, but also like the weather. We were in uh, Florida, so the weather. And we were in we were in South Florida, so South Florida doesn't have a winter per se, but it has what I I like to call a dry earth season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be like, ooh, this is kind of chilly outside, but it'll be just dry and not the normal Florida like wet everywhere. Right. So he was be like so y'all want me to pop crazy C's left and right but like my voice has got to be ready. Mm-hmm. He's like so I can't, I can't go out and do it. I just can't. Like even he's like I, I don't want I would much rather wait till this contract is over or like just I don't value giving a bad performance. So like I would yeah. just much rather
2: wait. Much too vain mm-hmm. about Right. He, my instrument.
0: You know you and so literally at the it. time I was under 25, so I was like, that's stupid. Right. The older I get where I'm like, there are some teaching gigs where I'm like, mentally y'all exhaust me. Or choreography Mm -hmm. gigs where I'm like, I have to figure out how to make a balloon fall from the sky and throw Batman Mm -hmm. across the room. So, like, my brain capacity is like, you want me to drink a what with the... Get out of my face.
2: And it's just (laughs) a lot harder to bounce back.
0: Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm.
2: And, like... Even when we were younger, we were able to do it. We were still like getting through, but we were able to get through it better because like I'm very right. clear and our, our joints were more like. Mm-hmm. But now it's so much harder to just bounce back, and also your day kind of starts to like like it's like the cliche thing they tell you in theater. It's like everything you do during the day or that night kind of like delves into what mm-hmm. happens hours later.
0: Well, mm-hmm. that's my number three. I end
2: up having to remind myself of what I did. Like, mm-hmm. why do I feel like this? And I'm like, well, Matthew. Um,
0: yeah. My like number three night. is that the show is mm-hmm. never just the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Press is a part of doing that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, press is a part of it.
2: Early. Um, <laughs> meet,
0: meet and so greets. early.
2: Q&As. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh... Costume calls, mm-hmm. brush up rehearsals. Like, that's that to me, that's definitely one of those things where I go, you don't talk about this in college, no. or you don't. You you either don't talk about it or it's a small part in college, right? Yeah, where um like it'll be like, oh, go for a costume fitting after your two p.m. class, okay? You don't think anything right. about they it. Right. They don't. But in the adult life, where it's like, I have to make time to get over to the theater or to the building yeah. to go do a costume, and then it's like we have press at six a.m. I'm not that important in the show. Why am I doing press? Mm-hmm. They want the full company to perform on mm-hmm. Good Day, mm-hmm. Saskatchewan one. Like it'll, it'll right. like I was literally one of those where I was literally like. I am literally only in ensemble parts of this show. Why am I here? We need you to kick face at 6 a.m. You want me to kick what at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. And go do a two-show day? Mm-hmm. So, I—that that is the part that I would definitely say they don't tell you about. You know? No. You have to know producers' names. You have to know... It's like... It's, it's a business. That's what I would say. Like, oh, yeah. the yeah, business of performing or the business of acting or dancing is that, like, you... Yes, you have to be a fabulous performer and get the job, but you also have to be able to take care of the business side of that is mm-hmm. where like I think of it um, with uh, here in New York City, all the Broadway girls, their faces are plastered across Times Square mm-hmm. in the subway tunnels mm-hmm. around the world. and you're on tour. so I can't imagine how often photos and things of you are spread around the country. And you're like, I don't even remember taking
2: that photo, but here we are. We get off a bus, someone's there. And oh like, wow! I didn't think about mm-hmm. this.
1: Before.
2: And they're like, the hotel's really excited to have you here.
1: You're like, oh, are like, they? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you're like, why? Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> I was like, you're excited to have me, but like, I got two hours of sleep on
1: yeah. this bus. This I need a time, nap,
2: y'all. They yeah. didn't tell me understudy like rehearsal from one to five, and then the show at seven thirty. Mm-hmm. They oh. didn't tell me.
1: Yep. And That's I'm what happy. I was gonna say though, is they don't in, co- in college. <laughs> it's so it's so different, right? Because like you it were saying, in college, they'll be like. Oh, you have to go get costume fitted. Just go between these hours after your class is over. Right. You know, We're or like on
0: the show tonight, it's not a big deal. Right.
1: Or like show up, show up like an hour, you know, an hour early, mm-hmm. whatever, right? It's never that big of a deal because it's still in academia. And in the real world, like everything's on a schedule, including auditions, yep. including mm-hmm. callbacks, costume fittings, and like, when you book that job, now things like going to your costume fitting, going to these press calls, the brush ups, like that is Photo you need calls. to be here at this time. Nobody tells you like this is all part of your job. And again, like we were saying before, no one's gonna handhold you through it. They're gonna give you the yeah. schedule and they're gonna say you better show up on time. Get here because it's your job. We
0: have to move the shoot schedule around because blah blah, blah is late. I've right. seen people get cussed out by producers. Now
2: the cute thing is <laughs> these bitches be late sometimes. I have found that when you're an actor, you really get the shit under the stick because bitches will be late. No offense to lovely wardrobe people, but (laughs) people will be late for costume fitting a whole half an hour, Mm -hmm. honey. Or they'll be like, come before the girls. And you get there, the girls are doing their fitting and you're waiting. And I'm like, but had I showed up late... With, huge deal if I'm being honest that's something I'm working on in my professional life it hasn't uh, been a problem but in my personal life mm-hmm. I'm very very tardy um so it's so funny to me like we have this whole thing of like the respect you give is the respect you mm-hmm. get back but sometimes you'll have crew members who are a little um perturbed you know they work mm-hmm. very long hours and they're very much like get out of my way um and there's just a lot of things where I'm like, you have to be on your A game. Mm-hmm. Even when other people are not. And yeah. Yeah. So that. And finally,
0: yeah. you mentioned crew people. So something that I don't think we really talked about on the show, but we need to, um, it's union houses and union rules. woo
1: So I
0: work for a union house. And in a union house, if you are not a union member... You can do nothing in said space. Mm-mm. So in the union house that I work in, we were having we Don't touch meetings. anything. We were, mm, this is simple. We were Don't having turn meetings the light switch on in the okay. lobby. The lights were already on, but it was like, oh, I need to plug in my phone to charge my phone. We plugged in our phone. It's not working. My boss goes, shit, we're in a union house. We all went, oh. Uh, who can we call in to do a favor to come cut cut the things on so we can plug in our things because they the power's cut. Right. Because they don't want people like, so literally he cut the power. Luckily it was like a friend who was like I'm in the building already so we got lucky because if they're not there, if a union yep. person comes in, they have to pay their, their minimum which is typically three to four hours. Yeah, that's so, a lot of money. That's a lot of money for three to four hours for them to come uh, go backstage, flip a switch to cut backstage. on the electricity, walk to the second floor and then plug in our cell phone Child. chargers for us. Yeah. I uh, so I, I, I can imagine <laughs> getting. I ha, we were doing load in, and literally it was like your break. It was like ghost town. Scares. Yeah. Now don't oh, no right. get me wrong, that set was thrown up beautifully and on time. But when it was break time, it was like right. we were like, oh, it the went out. We couldn't do nothing. We were like, oh, so we're not going over our time. And they was mm-hmm. like, you can do what you want to, but the union boys got to have a break. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that is. It's funny that you mentioned that because I, again, no one tells you about you that, but you think, that.
2: No No,
1: you can't. There's no, there is no warming line. up on deck. There, that is, well, that is a big switch. one that we.
2: You better stand them cold wings. We haven't, we haven't
1: talked about that ever, but that is we one of the biggest to, yeah. things. Yeah. If, if the crew is not on, you cannot yeah. step foot on that stage to warm up. You
2: can't stretch.
1: Nope. You can't. You better do it in your dressing thing. room.
0: Yeah. You can't be in the building. In certain union houses, you can't be in the building if there's not a union manager yep. in the building. So, so, if you're like, I want to go stretch at five thirty, and they're like, we're not no. in the building till six. You you're not coming. You're not in the building so till six. I recently and there's did. There's nothing you can do. I
1: recently did a, uh, I did a gig for the this group I choreographed for BYE. I've talked with them before, and we were all joking backstage because it was for this. Big holiday concert and, and the, you know, the thing with this holiday concert, BYE does a guest spot in it every year is that it always runs late, right? So they're like, it starts at 8, it's going to end at 9.30. Okay, please. Yeah. Never yeah. happens. This is like the fifth year we're doing it. Never happens. <laughs> so this year it was exceptionally late. So we all started taking bets on what time the show was going to end. <laughs> and then my boss was like, wow, the crew cuts at 10 p.m.
0: Oh, show's done at ten p.m. Right, and
1: they're like, we're like, okay, so what? They're like, they'll cut stuff because he said too. It was at it was at Carnegie Hall, and he was like, this crew. He was like, if everyone has to stay a minute past ten p.m., it's fifty thousand dollars for everyone.
0: Yeah, because you go into, like triple overtime for union rules, and and it's like these people like Carnegie
1: Hall is one of those houses where the people that work at Carnegie Hall have been there for. Ever. Ever, yeah. And their rates are exceptionally high. So we were all just like laughing, but it's so true. It literally was like, that show ended and it was like, because you are saying like, the crew needs to go, so you need to be out. You can't be like, okay, you leave, I'll pack up. Nope. Right. And it was like, everyone get your, get to the dressing room, get your shit and get out. You have five minutes. Because it was like very strict that they were like, like we don't have, were yeah, they were like, we don't have money for this.
0: Or, right, or you get the opposite, where you, the union crew workers are like, go ahead, take your time. We gonna get paid regardless. Right. So, okay. So, yeah, it's just, there's there's definitely those moments of where, like... No one
1: will tell you that,
0: that's no for sure. one, in college. No one's, gonna, no one's gonna tell you that, because you don't have to deal with that. In no. college, your theater runs it, whatever. But, like, when you're dealing with un- union houses or things like that, or dealing with unions in general, like... Um, there's a difference between non-union tours and union tours.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: there's been yeah I've been in a show I've been lucky I've been one of the lucky ones where I am non-union. That's the whole argument of whether I should be or not. Um, but you like you're required to have certain breaks when you're doing union schedules. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been fortunate enough where I've been in casts where they're like. Everyone's on the union schedule, money so, money. so if it's right. yeah. just, just taking a break, take, yeah. take a break. Perfect. There's no difference yes. to us. Yes. And I've had I've had wonderful creative teams. There's no difference. We know that half of you are, you know, union or non union. We're all breaking the same. The only, yep. like, they have to have their union meeting, but, like, y'all are all the same to us. It's fine. We're, like, cool. The pay is the same, but we're, like, cool. <laughs> Listen. But I've okay. had friends that have been on union tours, like, union, you need to take a break. The rest of y'all keep dancing. Yeah. I'm like have right. hey, the cast is in this dance number. How right. are we going to keep doing? Yeah. But so that discrepancy is one that like to me this all falls under like the business side of of being a performer. Which is the
1: biggest thing that they don't teach you in college. And I remember people's career. So I you know, because I grew I grew up in the industry, so I knew many things going into college. And I remember my senior year being like, we need a seminar, because we had like senior SEM, and they're like, Yeah, we're gonna do your websites and your resumes and your C V and this is when we do all the things. But it wasn't developed enough where it should have been like, great, we're going to do all of that. But also, like, we're going to talk about all these business things. So, like, Mm -hmm. we're going to, like, polish our CVs and our resumes. We're going to do our websites. We're going to go hire a photographer in to do pictures of everyone. But, like, no one ever talked about, like, contracts, unions, working for certain companies. And the thing was, like, I was lucky enough that, like, growing up in it, and I'm still learning things. And I'm removed from the performing in the performing world these days I'm still learning things and things are still being updated and changed on the daily but I was lucky enough to like I knew things because I grew up around it because I listened to people negotiate contracts on Mm -hmm. the phone in my house like and I will say I've
0: learned more again go to college but like I've learned more working with people and just having conversations yeah with them about like just especially like what to ask for in your contract like, mm-hmm. I literally, I was, on, I was doing um, this gig where they were housing us, and I was like, why are you sharing a room? And I was like, well, I, that's what they offered, and I said yes. Yeah. Yeah. As long as they housed me was all I, my concern. was. It was like, mm-hmm. no, you need an AC, you need this, you need this. And I was like, right. oh, wait, what? Uh, uh, uh. I didn't know any of these things. Mm-hmm. But And luckily, she was just like, I've done this gig before. It's going to be 200 degrees the whole time we're up there. You need to be housed, and you like, you want a room to yourself, one, because she said you gonna want to walk around naked,
2: Listen. and you gonna
0: that AC on full blast. That's right. It was an outdoor concert series, so like we're in like the mountains of Georgia, Florida. I don't know where it was, <laughs> but like it was like a concert series that like they bring in people, we sing and stuff like that. But sh- I went back and asked for those things, and I was like, oh yeah, not a problem. It cost them nothing; they already had it, but they were not freely offering it to everyone if you didn't ask. Mm. We got there on day one in rehearsal, and I'm like, I am dying, sweating. And I'm just sitting here. I'm just like, mm-hmm. there's no way I'm gonna go back to a room and pretend to go to sleep where there's right. no AC, yeah. and I have to look at somebody else when I really am walking around in my underwear because I'm like, it's too hot. Yeah. So yeah, I. Mm-mm. So wait, Matthew, you had to do contract negotiations. What are the things that you kind of like realized and learned?
2: So I realized first of all, you have to like be your own everything. Um, yes. I learned that very early on. You have to know what a producer would do, what an agent would do, all this mm-hmm. stuff, because you need to know how to be that for yourself before you can trust someone else. Um, That's very true. So, I, uh, I learned, first of all, that you can always ask for more money, mm-hmm. and it's okay. Always ask. Even if they say no, just ask. <laughs> and I learned, um, before tour, I learned to always ask about, like, a kitchen cooking situation, like for regional situations,
0: Ooh, yeah. um, mm-hmm.
2: a lot of time you'll be housed in a space together yep. in like a living quarters. And I'm always like, what's the kitchen like? Is there one refrigerator for everyone to share? Things yep. like that. Um, um, I learned to ask for my own seats on the bus. Mm-hmm. If you're traveling, if you're doing a touring production, if you're a very tall person. Or if you're someone who has arthritis. Um, I was very lucky. I didn't know that once you do a certain level of a type of show, there's a little questionnaire that you fill out mm-hmm. that asks you about previous injuries or anything that the stage manager should know about. No idea Yes, I had no idea. Um, so be very, very honest as well. And don't be afraid to say that. There was something in the show that I did. There was a, a jump where you like land on your knee. And I... Tried it once, and then I had to tell the choreographer, like, I don't think this is right for me. I had surgery on my heel, mm-hmm. and I just, i if there's something we can do instead, and they changed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if not, I would have been... <laughs> In <laughs> but pain, but you know, would have done it. Okay, <laughs> but right. you know, it's
0: smart that you say that, because I know plenty of dancers, especially because we are... Just hurting yourself. We're, we're so eager to please yes. mm-hmm. as, as performers that we just want to book that gig that it was like of course i'll throw my body around right but it's like if you can't do it you can't do it it. yeah if it's not sustainable it's not sustainable you know like and Mm -hmm. i've run into that as a dancer and as a choreographer i'm like my like literally i'll be like it's okay this is a one and done you can do it or i'll be like no i can't give you that that would look really cool but you can't do that eight times a week right Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. I have to because if a dancer goes down, I have to replace you now. So like mm-hmm. I don't want to think about that. You know, so I think you're very right of that like uh, being like, ooh, I can't I I just I so I tore what I don't know what muscle it is, but it's my ankle. I was I had a I was on crutches and still on tour. It was a nightmare. I was on crutches during tour and I was in PT and I just We'd gotten off to her, close to her, and we were starting rehearsals for our next show. And they wanted us to, like, balance on one foot for something. Yeah. And we were in rehearsal, and I was like, oh, no. And I was like, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. And it was, I want to say, choreographer or assistant? It was not the big person. It wasn't the director. And I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this. And they were like, well, maybe you can blah, blah." And they were trying to talk me around in circles about it. And I was like, this is never going to happen. We can waste more rehearsal time on this, or we can move on. Well, and
1: because there's also a difference between being like, hey, I have an injury. I can't sustain this. This is not going to work. You've hired me to do this job, so is it? Possible to change this one dance move mm-hmm. or these eight counts versus being kind of like a brat and being like, I don't want to do uh, that or this, like uh, this. And uh, looking back, it is, it's like
0: right. I hurt myself on tour. So right. the theater was paying workman's comp right. for me. Right. So literally, when the director came in, she's like, "Why did y'all waste so much?" he has a PT appointment later today Yeah, that we're still shelling out money. We're not injuring him more. Right. (laughs) And so she was very angry and came to my defense where I was like, I wasn't, I was like, y'all, I wasn't being an asshole. I was literally just like, that's not going to work. Yeah. But that person was wrapped up in their ego and having their moment. Uh But I was just literally, she was like, no, he is costing us money as is. Yeah. No, we're not going to have him get injured. Cause literally it was like, Tour closed on Friday. We were in rehearsals on Monday type of
2: situation. Oh, my mm-hmm. God.
0: Regional theaters love doing that. Y'all. Oh, so, yeah. Yep. The
2: hustle is real. You will be rehearsing, yep. like, the last week of whatever show you're doing. Yep. You'll be starting rehearsal for a new show.
0: Yeah. We, we had to ask for two days off.
1: Specifically when okay. we Saturday had and those, Monday. like, they summer wanted... socks or holiday yep. regional shows. Yeah.
0: That was us. What we were is. coming off the holiday season back into the main season. Yeah. So, it was, like, the turnaround was so yeah. short. Yeah. That they were literally, we were like, can we, they were like, we'll have our table read through and blah, blah, blah on Monday, on Saturday. And we were like, we're closing Friday night. Can we, can, can you just have like a day, please? I don't want to look at can y'all I for like two sleep? days. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I just need a break. Yeah. Okay. I need a break. Mm-hmm. I need
2: a break. I was amazed at how fast I could learn a show when I did Summer Stock. Yes. it has not made me any less nervous about learning a show in two weeks Of course, absolutely it work, three weeks. but
1: it is amazing that you're like oh I can learn an entire show and I'll be fine
2: yeah I'm like mm-hmm. okay I can do that
0: so I would say that and you kind of talked about this a little bit before when you're like when you're understudying or covering it's like what? let's talk about those rehearsals yeah so in my experience when I've had to cover or understudy you um, first of all, understudies rehearsals don't happen until after opening,
2: right? So that's yeah. what a lot of people don't know. First of all, you, you're yeah. just
0: sitting if you're lucky, you're in the same rehearsals watching run throughs If you right. can, there was one number that I couldn't watch because my, my first on track was doing a quick change, right? So I'm quick changing,
1: mm-hmm. and then I, by
0: the time I get on stage, I hear the high note at the end. So Thank I'm like, you. I yeah. know I have to hit it, I, it wasn't was the like, awesome. high at the end, but it's like, what are you moving doing before? Yeah, you? and this person it's like it's a bar you're cleaning up the bar so it's like all this stuff is moving on the bar that mm-hmm. it has to be in certain spots right so we dancers don't hit it when we come on two mm-hmm. seconds later yeah
1: and you Tony want to know, know. well and that's <laughs> part of what like back to what you were saying saying before is like nobody is going to teach you the show no. right so you even if you're in a position where like you can't see that scene or that number happen for whatever reason you have to know going into that understudy rehearsal. Like you need to know what your job is.
2: Mm-hmm. Though. They're you not to going ask, to you teach have to ask you. Yeah, ask, ask them. The lead. Get
1: together because they they're be not little... going. They're That's not going to teach ask it to lead,
0: you because there's little things that we all do in our tracks that we don't realize, and or tracks in general. Mm-hmm. People in in college and lower levels, you don't realize that the role that you do in your show is a track. that that when you get into the professional world, if you leave or are incapable of running your track, someone else will step into your shoes and do the exact same thing Mm -hmm. from moving that set piece, Mm -hmm. from hitting the same note, from wearing the same costume. Mm -hmm. So like Mm -hmm. you're building a track. And so like it's, I remember the one guy, he was like, I, it's like the jar is supposed to go underneath the, the register, but you can't actually put it underneath the register because one of the ensemble women steps right underneath the register to climb onto the bar mm-hmm. so in actuality it has to go to the left of the register right i didn't know Little that things. so when old girl stepped mm-hmm. on the bar the time right. i was running you and she no knows on the bar that she didn't injure anything <laughs> she fell hard enough and we got a good chuckle and she was real mad but she because she, she asked the original principal understood. to make the move he right. made the adjustment but that note didn't make it to stage right. management. Right. So, Tony's thinking we're good. Right. And she knows that I've done a bar. Right. So, she's fine. I saw her <laughs> like that's... two weeks ago. But, but I, yeah. you're right. They don't teach you... They'll mm-hmm. teach you the songs. They'll teach you... They'll give you your number. The choreo. Yeah. But they won't... But te- little... Right. They'll give you numbers. But they don't take you through those pieces.
2: Yeah. So, what is it like for you? So, for me, it's tricky because I'm the second cover... So in a lot of shows you'll have your first cover your second cover, they will tell you that there's no discrepancy there's not really a first second cover set situation. But then they will list the first (laughs) (laughs) second cover. We always say that. Oh okay. Right. It's not true. (laughs) Um, So I'm like rainy day over here like last ditch effort. Um, but. The first cover cover is the first cover for three different roles. So I'm always the part that I cover in rehearsal. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like I have to know what I'm doing. Um, It's tricky because um, I remember our first rehearsal, first scene I was up. I was up doing stuff. And it was a little nerve-wracking at first because I was kind of in my head like, okay, well, when do I? Get up to say this. Mm-hmm. But when wonder why Because I'm not in the scene, or if I am, I'm on the other side of the stage. So like, yeah. um, so there's little things I've had to learn to like, kind of calm down and know that if something goes wrong, it's their fault. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know yeah. what I mean. I had to be like, because I was very in the beginning. I was very nervous about like messing up everyone else's Mm -hmm. show because I don't know what I'm doing and and what and this has to be perfect and then I kind of just have to like throw that out the window Mm -hmm. and just be like embrace it
0: oh yeah do Mm -hmm. everything
2: you can on your own it's hard on tour because you can't like read lines with a friend that I felt like has been my hardest Mm -hmm. thing interesting yeah I'm very lucky to to be really good friends with the scene partners of the person that I cover and the person that I cover Mm. um I'm lucky with this show, like all the covers we kind of like, we're a little crude. Like, what do you need? Do you need a tracking sheet? Here you go. Do you mm-hmm. need my script That's with my nice. notes? Here yes. you go. Like little, we do That's a blessing because not every show. Not everybody
0: likes everybody.
2: My friends warned me in the beginning. They said, with the ukulele, I knew that the part that I covered, the guy I knew that he taught himself how to play. And they're like, well, I wouldn't like ask him anything. I would just let the music director come to you. First day her so the guy was like, Matthew, what do you need to learn? I'll teach you because I taught myself how to play and we can, like, practice anything. Um, and that's been really sweet. So, but for me, it was nerve-wracking because I never played an instrument. I had to mm-hmm. learn the ukulele for the show. It's something that I have to brush up on myself. Mm-hmm. Now that the show's open, no one's like, here's more ukulele lessons right. every now and then. Right. Um, the leads, there are. there's a lot of guitar playing. Mm -hmm. So, there are people who are brushing up on guitar playing, understudies doing that, but I had my lessons in New York for, and so, I just kind of have to brush up, because I'm on a non-union tour, when a lot of union houses, I can't touch
1: Mm -hmm. the ukulele,
2: right, Mm so I can't just, like, come in and touch it, um, luckily I can, like, text stage management and be like, hey, um, when does the props, so what I usually do, this is actually probably good for... Anyone listening, if you're on tour, I usually, first of all, become really good friends with the flyman, carpenter, lighting, Always. and be nice to them. Mm-hmm. Go. A technician will save your life. Okay, instead of trying to hang out with the leads, hang out with the band and the crew. Mm-hmm. Really get to know them. So I was able to ask like, the props guy, um, when do you come in for work? Is it okay if I come in a little early just to grab the yukie? He's like, I don't give a shit. But it would have been better for me to ask him than go and do it myself. Right. Oh,
0: yeah. Right.
2: Um, and, yeah, just, like, I had to learn how to advocate for myself, basically. Mm-hmm. Because being the second cover, there were things where I was like, well, so am I going to be on for this scene when we start this? And it would be like, well, we're letting the second covers kind of have a break. But then when we start the scene, I would have to be on. Because mm-hmm. the first cover is also doing these other The other things. part. Yeah. Right. So you do kind of have to, like, really... Be on your game, don't kill yourself because you can only know what you can know, yeah. But you can only also know what you can know, so you can only control yes. anything that you can figure out on your own. Figure exactly. it out any show you're in that has a cast recording, there you're good, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, now
0: see, there's that double. Uh, I wait, my, my first point I thought about when you were thinking that just. There is there is always a first and second cover. There's always an imaginary list whether they tell you it or not. Right. Don't think that doesn't mean you're not going to go on. Hello.
2: Because <laughs> it
0: is escaping me what tour that what touring company it was of what musical. But somebody got a bug. And the entire cast ended up with this bug. It was so probably
2: a chorus line or something.
0: Maybe I can't remember. This is maybe like within the last two or three. I don't want to say three years. I say like two years. Somebody was on tour. I just remember all my my social media being like, third cover going on, fourth cover going on. Can we get anybody else to go on to? Like it was literally every principal was Woo. out. Yeah, I want to say it was like. Half of them had food poison. Another half had a bug. It was like, yeah. I just know it was a bunch of them out. So it was like a whole bunch of like fresh faces that were like, we're going to see how this show goes. Right. About. Because like, it was like, we've never even done the scene together. It was like two people right. that were like thrown on. this. like, we don't even know if we have the right matching harmonies. Because right. we never sang this song Ooh. together because it's like, typically I'm covering this, I'm covering this. Uh, and then I remember years ago when the musical Fela was on Broadway, oh, yeah. a sw- uh, un- a key ensemble member was out, and they didn't have a cover for him, so they had to cancel the show that night. And Bro- oh yeah, it was a huge deal because Broadway don't never cancel. When they said it was a was swing, it, a it was an understudy trumpet
2: or something. I it's think a so. Specialty track that it was a they specialty track have. that they yeah. just
0: did not have an understudy or cover for. And so when there's like I was like, wait, y'all are canceling the Broadway show because an ensemble?
2: Somebody's getting fired. Hello. Whoops. I just...
0: I just, know It was like, you can find the articles about the Fela one. I know for sure. Because mm-hmm. I remember reading it being like, oh, someone is getting fired.
2: Oh, I can't wait to go home and...
0: Like, I yeah. yeah the the, the nice art style. is... Um, Fela, Fela. I
2: ushered Fela when it was off-Broadway. Mm. And mm. in the height. It yeah. was at the Baryshnikov Arts Center on yep. 7th Street. Yes. yes. Yeah, I wow. remember that article about Fela where Shut they were like, up.
0: somebody went out and there's no one to replace them, so they can't do the show tonight. And I'm like... Millions Ooh. of dollars just went down the drain. Yeah. Somebody's right. getting fired. A lot
2: of shows with these specialty tracks. Mm. So I just have that's something comment. new too.
0: Let's be clear: specialty tracks didn't really exist this way back in the olden days. Like this yeah. is a new, This is something new that. I blame Hollywood.
2: Because now me. we're having yeah. people there that can just cover specific stuff. Right, and mm-hmm. that's where the
1: problem is. Because now show,
2: we have that too, where it's like, you're not on for the track, but you will be on for this specialty portion that they do. Um, also, with shows now, we're doing things where like, oh, the tall people that we happen to cast mm-hmm. will be lifting and doing this. But then when the swing goes on, the swing is like half their size. Right. And they're not thinking about I can, this swing hate this? That. can this the swings do the same thing? Throw right. a girl in the air. Can right. a swing lift this girl? If you're girl? literally going, we're that. all
1: just going to have these people do this. Right. I hate stuff and like I'm that. And I'm noticing
2: that in a lot of shows now where I'm like, yeah, I'm not thinking of the whole picture, the bigger picture. Right. And then it comes back to kind of bite you, and they're like, well, she usually gets thrown mm-hmm. up here, but it's usually people of the same height, and now it's one yeah. off that yeah. she has mm-hmm. to get up on. There's,
0: yeah. there's a lot of, and I think it's coming in, because we went through, it's kind of time for the pendulum to swing the other way. So when we were probably all in like high school, Broadway, and we weren't in a recession. So, Broadway musicals were huge. This is the era of Thoroughly Modern Millie. Mm. We had the Chorus on Revival. And it's like, it was mm-hmm. a, Broadway, we're seeing casts of like 30 and 40. Like, mm-hmm. there was a ragtime revival. So, like, mm-hmm. massive casts were on Broadway shows. And that trickled down to regional theaters and what have you and tours and whatnot. Yeah. Then the, we hit a reset, the 08 bubble. And then again, we get Fun Home, which is like six people and a dog. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, we got the reverse of that where cast started getting smaller again. And now we're in that phase where we're. We're fake getting large cats. And that's where these specialty tracks have come up Mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, you only know how to, you know, hop on your left toenail (laughs) and touch the ceiling. So you come in for just that part right? and then you leave. And it's like, well, we're wasting money on the super, super specialty track. And then they'll be like, oh, now we have to take this on tour. How is that going to work? We have
2: no idea. Yeah. (laughs) You know, swing go on and we have to change the whole book oof can that's let's been happening add in dance you, terms let's add in moves because the swing is not going to be able to do this
0: can't sing it that's i'm tired of swings being totally different vocal types
1: well that just makes no sense if you're gonna you need to have covers and understudies specifically for people and you need swings that can cover a gamut it makes no sense to be like oh swing is gonna go on and they can't do the track what do you what do you what, what do, you do you mean, mean?
2: I think it's weird. Now we have shows where we'll have so if there's like three men, there's one man cover, mm-hmm. cover to cover the three men. Yep,
1: yeah. We talked about this one on an episode
2: cover. to yep. cover
1: all of them. Yep, to cover.
2: And I'm everyone. like, you yep. need swings that are dancers, and they need like character swings.
1: Mm-hmm. You do because you
2: do. the boys and the girls can't do both, and if they can. It's great, but oftentimes if they can't they're already the filled in a spot then. And so that's yeah. what i was gonna say. Yeah. Right. You'll have and to do split tracks.
1: Right. But mm-hmm. we talked about this on an episode where it's literally like this is important for this for this moment in the show. So you're gonna do this track at this moment, and then you'll do this track at this moment, because we're only hiring two swings for a cast of an ensemble of, you know, ten to fifteen people. Yeah, yeah. And
0: that's a, that's mm-hmm. the typical typical thing where you'll get four. You get a principal girl cover. If you're elected. To I'm not even talking princesses.
1: Pr- I'm just talking like straight up ensemble. If the oh, ensemble it's talking it's, ensemb- it's, it's only
0: two swings for the ensemble. Right.
2: Ever.
1: Yeah. I've never seen one. And they'll no. be
2: like... The characters will range from 20 to 80. Yep. They'll be... <laughs> yes. One of them will have a whole half a song, a scene. Yep. But the swing can't act. But they can dance their face. But then there's like two... The one that... I won't say the show, but the one I'm thinking... <laughs> it's of. hard for me to like not say. Right. It's hard for me to not
0: say the show, but I know it would like... We're all like... You know, yes. This young lady was a the principal was a beautiful soprano and we're talking think like glinda soprano Mm -hmm. so she's hitting rafter notes from the second she's on stage to the second she's off her cover was a smooth
2: alto too wait but i kind of live for that sometimes
0: so but the thing of it was had she made (laughs) had she made alternate choices i would have enjoyed it but it was like Let me just try to hit these notes. And I was like... No,
1: honey. Take that down. Let's (laughs) transpose. Come on now. But again... Transpose that score. Why
2: did I know?
0: That's what I'm saying. So it's just one of those times where it's just like... (laughs)
2: Transpose,
0: honey. Figure it out. As I grow more on the director choreographer side and like I'm on this side of things, I just want people to take the time to look at the bigger pictures and have those conversations... With your director, let me. I would much rather have a mediocre swing that can sing and dance and can act. Yeah. Right. So that it'll be mediocre to fair when they're put with the other people. Right. The then have someone that being so. like you go. Um, uh, uh, drowsy drowsy chaperone tour several mm. years ago. They struggled with that a lot. Everybody ain't a Sutton Foster, so they would no. get girls that could dance it, but couldn't sing. Yes. The really big like the big yeah. dance numbers, the the big, uh, yeah. the big uh, belt numbers, and so it was like I mean. Pick and choose your battle, but it's mm-hmm. like, I would, I, I always say this to the other side of the table, choreographers, directors, I know you're tired. Our days are already long. Stay there an extra hour and find the girl you need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I get it. No one wants to sit through 300 well, auditions Because part of the day, problem is, like, like,
1: I get it, right? We're only hiring two people to be swings. It's a budget thing. At the end of the oh, day, yeah, absolutely. Money, right? Absolutely. But thing. you have to think in the longevity of the show, and if things are going to work, like...
0: Or just the reality Like I said When I think Everybody caught that bug Everyone ends up going on You know So like That's at the some point is like, In your some, yeah. Well because like With I don't know if you're Okay with sharing this But like Your contract is what A year
2: mm-hmm.
0: So you're on a 12 month contract Who doesn't call out of work Once in 12 months Right, right. You need a day <laughs>
2: I'm trying You need a day to...
0: And that's just work Because we're human You know yeah. Like so it's one of those things Of like You have to be aware Of those things Yeah And that to me Is just like I need producers and directors to be sm- to be smart enough to respect the craft and not burn out people's careers or have them in wrong tracks mm-hmm. like it's always so funny to me oh my God. when i talk to people when they get to their 30s and they'll be like oh these are things on my resume and it's like you were what part and why okay. right and they were like it was a tour or it'd be like it was a one and done or it's like i was just young and stupid and thought i could do Change it
2: Change mm-hmm. so many girls being like i totally thought resume. i was an alphabet
0: i'm not an alphabet at all no. i am not i'm not i don't have that high belt like that so I'm going to go over here. Okay. I'm more of a Madame Marble.
2: I'm going to do what knew? I do. But
0: it'll be like, you are all up in these ingenue roles. It's like, there's nothing ingenue. She's like, I was lying to myself and they paid me. So I took it. Oh, <laughs> wait. You know, like, but they it's paid like, me those, those industry type of things. Where I'm just mm-hmm. like, you're, you're biting yourself in the foot because now you don't look like any of those parts. parts. Or you can't do any of those yeah. parts. Mm-hmm. So yeah. No, 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 mm-hmm. no, no. no. Well, I think that brings us to our last little segment of our show, which is a tip of the week. So we try to leave like a tip,
2: uh,
0: and we've kind of covered the gambit as we talked about everything. But we try to leave a tip, be it like um, health and wellness, or be it like don't be crazy, <laughs> you know, whatever kind of tip we'd like to leave with our listeners yeah. for the week.
1: What do you have? Do you have uh, anything?
2: Oh, a good tip for the end of the week. Um, I think. Okay, when you start to get really, really, really tired, so like when we're working, mm-hmm. when we're like at a job, and we, you know, people start to get on our mm-hmm. so we start to forget the blessing. Mm-hmm. I like to always remember when I was bored at home, mm. wishing
1: <laughs> I had this job.
2: Yes, every mm-hmm. time you're kind of in a situation because it's always it's easy to kind of compare or be like. I'm doing this. They're doing this, and I'm just doing this little thing, and it's not that. But remember being unemployed, mm-hmm. and remember <laughs> that the alternative is always better than that. Yeah, yeah. Just remember to be happy and kind.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? You got one? Um, I don't think I have one this week. I mean, I think like going along with that hearing hearing you say that is just a reminder to anyone that's in this industry and this field in any avenue of that is to just yeah like be kind to yourself and remember like it's okay it's a job you know you're gonna get upset there are gonna be days mm-hmm. but remember how lucky you are that we are in an industry and we are all lucky enough to do what we love and have be yes. paid for what we love also. Yeah. so yeah remember that on the hard days because I definitely do sometimes have to. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Mine's (laughs) kind of on that same vein too. I would say be kind as we're deep in the midst of the holiday Mm -hmm. season. Um, It is often forgot that we as performers don't get holidays or we don't get the standard holidays. Um, We were talking about unions. The equity rule is you either get Christmas or you get New Year's Eve off. But Mm -hmm. there's always a show on the other day. And so in between that and like trying to fly out, not everyone has the money or the means or the time to go and perform. Like, I mean, I always think about this, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Mm -hmm. All of those performers have to be in New York City. On right. Thanksgiving. And yes. All of them or are or not even like the high school the kids area. that are yes, doing man. the band performances. Yeah, they all have they to be, have to there, be yeah. in New York City yeah. the day before Thanksgiving, the day of Thanksgiving, and so even if you're flying home to your family, the parade ends, let's say three or four. You're not on the flight till six or seven, yeah, it's nice. and then you're home eight or nine. So I, that's always the example that I give. So I just say be kind to your yourselves and other performers as we roll up to Christmas and New Year's performances, because like all those people. Would, everyone would love to be with their families on Christmas, mm-hmm, and that just may not be true. an option because you backup dancer for Mariah Carey on New Year's, so you got to be in New York. You know, like, yes. or you may just be in the rinky dink, you know, like regional Christmas spectacular that you can't, you know. It's all working jobs, and it's harder yes. for others. So I, I remember I just that say you're you,
2: learning from that experience. I
0: yeah, mm-hmm. I've gone through that numerous times. I did not go home for five years. Yeah, because I had a gig literally. Yeah. On Christmas or Christmas Eve, and it was just, it was like. In between flights, it was like, I would be home for 10 minutes. Yeah. So I was like, no, it was not worth it. So I just, I would say, be kind to Santa Claus too. He's been there all day with little okay. kids coming at him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I would just always say, be, be kind to everyone as we roll into these um, intense Christmas days coming up and holiday days coming up. Well, that's going to be it for us. The curtain has closed on this episode.
1: Episodes Boom. come out every...
0: Week, every thursday. thursday every
1: thursday <laughs>
0: sorry we totally did not have the script up when we did this mm-hmm. uh, episodes come out every thursday you can find your
1: you can find us on your favorite podcast app and don't forget to like comment and subscribe
0: we are on all social medias as point p-y-t but before we go, we want to give our special guest another chance to share his social media so you can keep track of him as he travels around the country. yeah mm-hmm. And possibly the world. We'll find out soon.
2: My Instagram is mm-hmm. MatthewJames88. It's Matthew with two T's, James 88. Find me on Instagram. Follow me. Mm-hmm. Message me. I might respond. Ooh.
0: Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, Uh, That being said, I'm your co-host, Tony Williams II.
1: And I'm your co-host, Danielle Clangelo.
0: See you next week on Point Your Toes, The Adventures of the NYC Dance Teacher.